Hey there, friend. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Monica Brooks, a multi-passionate entrepreneur who at times still has no idea what I'm doing with my life, but I choose to show up and keep going each and every day. I'm a former corporate girl who thrives on leadership, improving my life, and I love talking with people. On this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who will inspire you and challenge you to grow in ways that may feel a little uncomfortable. Whether it's by starting your own business, learning how to fail and fail fast, growing within a company, or maybe even showing a little bit of grit in life, you'll hear from an array of people that will leave you inspired and encouraged. Out of all the podcasts that are available, I'm glad you chose to listen to this episode today. Let's get started. Okay, Charlie, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast for so many different reasons. I have questions that I already am like so eager to ask you that it all started with a LinkedIn post on this update that you had. But before we get to that, why don't you just tell our listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, um, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, cool. So thanks, Monica. Uh, it's yeah. great to see you. It's been a couple years now. Yeah. Um, I'm Charlie, Charlie Gray, for, for those listening. Uh, I am in healthcare finance and more specifically, uh, not on the hospital side, on the physician office side. So um, handling physician compensation, handling physician revenues, uh, where are we going to grow? Where are we going to constrict and all those fun things? Yeah. And how we know each other is that we worked for the same company. We didn't necessarily work in the same department. But for me, you had such a great reputation. And even when I would talk to my director, I'd be like, oh, we love Charlie. Charlie's such a great supporter of, you know, what we do. And he always had our back. And I just like want to give you props for that because the department I worked in, you know, was always our fault. Like why something happened, if something bad happened. It's like, what aren't they doing, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. we just felt like you were a big supporter of who we were and, and what we were doing. Well. I think it works both ways, right? I often felt that way too. Um, so I think it comes to everyone's trying to do their best wherever they are, right? And how do we partner together to to get whatever we're trying to get done across the finish line? So working with your team was great. And I know it's a hard job. Um, so you got to partner with folks. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really great point. And why I first liked kind of pinged you about being on the podcast was about this post that you put on LinkedIn and, you know, LinkedIn was going through this phase of like, everybody was leaving jobs and going to Mm -hmm. it. Like there wasn't, I mean, it was just everywhere. And you were one of those as well that decided to leave. I just kind of want to ask like, what led you to first make that big leap of faith outside of this position where it seemed like you were doing great, you were happy, like what led to Mm -hmm. that? That's a good question. And there's probably a lot of answers there, but I'll say, you know, I I thought I was a lifer. I loved what I did. I loved what the, and I still do. I still, I love the mission that the organization stands for. And I love what we do for the community. So those were all the things that were just, you know, fantastic, but I've been there 14 years, right? So I had 10, 11 years of the 14 years had, had been kind of doing the same thing. So there were a couple organizational changes. My leader plus one, it was fantastic, um, fantastic mentor. And there were a lot of other mentors in the organization that had departed, whether it be retirements or, 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 you know, they found something new. And it made me stop and think and say, you know, I've been doing this a long time. There might be other places to get some experience and exposure out there. And, and maybe it doesn't hurt to peek and see what's out there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that I was unhappy. Um, it was just, let's try something new. 14 years is a long time. 
Yeah, that's great. And so then you left. I saw the post on LinkedIn that you left. Yes. Big, 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 big step. So never thought I'd do it. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but then something happened like, yes, like everyone is leaving, but you and your situation, tell us what happened at this job. Yeah. So I, I left the organization that you and I were with. I found a fantastic role and it was healthcare tech. It was adjacent to what I was doing. It took the subject matter expertise that I had developed over the 14 years. And it was going to allow me to go out and partner with with medical groups and health systems across the nation and help them automate and just make their lives a little more simpler. And that's been my passion all along is how do we make things easier? Doesn't yeah. we, we, so often we make things way too complicated. So yes. how do we automate things? And that that really spoke to me. Um, I got excited. Um, I had some really excellent peers that I was working with in this organization that I joined. And I was there three months into the role, almost to the day, and it's healthcare tech. um, And lots of tech is going through lots of changes right now. We see there was a realization that our team had grown um, quite a bit more than what we could probably handle. So there was scaling back, not just me, but others on the team. Um, So that was a lot to swallow, having uprooted a 14-year stint somewhere to try something new, which was already a big step. And then three months into that, to have that rug kind of yanked out from under you, um, it was like, oh, crap, did I mess up? Should I have not left? And and there's all these things that kind of go through your brain. Um, But most importantly, I told myself, you know what, you can't, you can't look back, you got to keep looking forward and what's, what's going to be next. So, yeah, but then like, so what do they consider this a layoff, this position? Yes, yes. Okay. It was was, was a layoff. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Myself and and others. And then, so a lot of people, I feel like if that were me, I would be embarrassed. Like, I cannot believe I just did this. Did you experience any of that? So there was a little bit of me, you know, we've all got a little bit of pride, right? And and I made the change and, you know, I took a day or two or maybe three before I put that post out there on LinkedIn that you saw, because I wanted to kind of go through all those emotions that I was having. And, and, and I wanted to make sure that there wasn't something irrational, which I wasn't. I wasn't mad. I was just really bummed that this opportunity that I wanted to work didn't get to work out. So it was more getting through those emotions and making sure I thought through it before I put anything out there publicly. That's making yourself super vulnerable to to talk about it. And if you don't mind, I want to read a few of the things from your LinkedIn post because it was like, wow. So it says last week, like last week, I was unfortunately part of a team layoff. It's not something I expected, especially after leaving my previous organization of 14 years for this opportunity and only having been with this company for a little over three months. So exactly what you just said. Most would be angry, nervous, bitter, or discouraged, but I've decided to look at this as a little blip on the journey to where I'm supposed to be. And then you go in to about four different learnings that you gained from this experience. I, I kind of want to mention a few. And if you just want to talk to those, yeah. um, the first one was to be grateful. Like, how did you learn to be grateful through this? So the first thing was, you know, this role that kind of came out of nowhere, it happened really fast. I was grateful that I could take the 14 years experience and take that and, and partner with medical groups uh, and, and health systems nationally. And that um, someone saw that skill set and said, you know what, this would be valuable to, to folks. So I was grateful that that was recognized and that I was able to do it. My, my, mind you, it was only for three months, but, but it was, but it was still, good. Yeah. yeah. And then well, this is uh, my favorite. 
favorite thing ever is to be present. Tell me what it means to you to be present and how that played a part in your looking forward. I think being present has kind of always been my um, maybe mantra and whatever I'm doing, right? If, if, if I'm not there and I'm not enamored with whatever I'm working on, why am I doing this, right? Yeah. So it could be whatever role I'm in. Um, it could be um, whatever meeting I'm in. It could be whatever I'm looking for in the future. I want to be present. And that was the first thing. As soon as I got laid off, it was, I can't focus on what just happened because yeah. I can't change that. So yeah. what's happening now and where do I want the train to go next? Yeah, exactly. And then you had also mentioned that the reality is that we have little control over what's going to happen next. Exactly. And that's anything in life, right? That exactly. Is in life. We have so little control. And, and, and that's to me, brings it back to being present. We're here right now. What can we change right now? What can, what can we focus on? What can we improve? And um, tomorrow's going to be different from what today was too. So we're yes. going to have a, another whole, um, you know, debacle to unwind tomorrow. Yes, exactly. One of my favorite quotes from Eckhart Tolle, it says, or he says that worry pretends to be necessary, but serves no useful purpose. So you can worry all you want about something, but it's not going to change the outcome. Um, and it's, it's not going to really do you any good. And it's funny because about maybe a month ago, I, I got a tattoo on my wrist that says stay present. It's kind of hard to see in the, uh -huh. on the zoom, but that's like my favorite thing. Like, like you can't change what happened as right. much as like, you want to understand like, really why I just, I just arrived here. You can't do anything about it. Right. So I felt that way in anything, you know, you get a little, you know, a fender bender in an accident, you get a little ticket and a speeding, you know, speed, all those things. These are things you can't change. So yeah, pay it, pay the parking ticket, pay the, pay the, that's why we have insurance and yeah move on. That's how it's so funny. Cause I was driving home today and I was in traffic, like sitting in traffic for like 30 minutes and old Monica would have been like, are you like, I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. But I'm like, I get to like sit and do nothing. Like how awesome is that? Like, I can't, I couldn't change right. traffic. You know, all I could do is yeah. just be in that moment and yep. hope that everyone's okay. That is not sitting in traffic, you know, that, you know, yep. may have been in the accident. In those instances, uh, I say, put on the, put on the jams and put on a show for the cars around you. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. Okay. So one of the other learnings you had was to pursue your passions. You say, go on that trip. You've always wanted start that hobby. Like, like how, like, tell me more about that. You know, I've always worked for two things. I'm feeding my puppies and I'm going <laughs> on trips, right? There's a big world to explore and, 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 and traveling the globe has always been my thing. So Mind you, that post was three days after being laid off. Um, so, you know, there were a lot of financial things that were going through my mind and my husband's mind, right? Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of, we probably need to put a little pause on, on what we're spending. And, and my thing is, now's the time. When are we ever going to have an opportunity to not have all these things in our head that we've got to yes. worry about work-wise, and we could just go be present in whatever trip or whatever we're on now? I behaved and I, I did not, I, I made the commitment that I would not plan any travel until I secured my next role. So mm -hmm. I, I did behave, which is not like me. Normally you know, I would have booked my own thing. <laughs> I think it's also just the mindset. Like you don't have to take the trip, like, but, but it's right. like, I want to, and you're not giving up on that dream and you're not going to oh, yeah. let something stop you. So it's like pursuing those passions and having that passions, it all starts up here in your mind. And, and, and being okay and being mindful of what you have possible or the possibility of achieving. So I think that's amazing. Uh, the last one you have is to reflect. It says, look back at the time with previous roles. What did you love about each job? So maybe yeah. just talk a little bit more about that. 
Yeah. So, you know, when, when I was with the role that was 14 years, the thing that I appreciated the most and that I love the most is what we were able to do for our communities, right? Yes, my role was finance and, and you know, you could, you can't say yes to everything. We've got to prove that we can be financially sustainable as an organization, but we also have a commitment to the community to do really good things, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, being able to help support those ideas, bring them to fruition, and then a couple months down the road, a couple years down the road when we're done, you drive past that building that you worked so hard on and you're like, that's tangible. You, you worked yeah. on that project and, and there's pride there, right? But those don't just happen in a bubble. Those, those happen because of the relationships that you have with everyone in the organization that makes that happen. And, and that's always been maybe my biggest learning is making sure that I'm not just keeping my team and working there, but there's a whole organization of people we've got to work with to, to make things happen. It's not just us. So maintaining those relationships is, it was probably my biggest learning. And, and we can talk a little bit more about that and how that led me to where I was going next, because those relationships were what really got me through that the time until I until I landed in my next role. So let's talk about that. So at yeah. seven weeks later, what have you done? You've landed a new job, which I'm so yeah. excited for you. Yeah. Which yeah, it's exciting. I, and it's it's and 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 this is not, you know, pat on the shoulder, but it's like it's seven weeks. I'm ecstatic that seven weeks from being laid off to now, um, I found a role that I'm absolutely excited about. Um, the organization has a fantastic culture and they're doing great things in their community too. So I'm super jazzed. That's great. How did you get there? What are some steps that you took? Yeah. So the first thing I did was I, I posted that LinkedIn post, right? It took a couple of days. I posted that and the number of folks that I've worked with over the years that, that reached out to me just to say, Hey, are you doing okay? Hey, let me connect you to someone in my recruiting team that may be able to look and see if there's roles out there. Or I see these roles in our organization and I think that they might be a good fit for you if you're interested. I'm more than happy to connect you to, to the hiring manager. And that meant so, so, so much. The other thing too is as soon as those three days are up and that weekend was up, I didn't stop. Like that first weekend, I was out looking on LinkedIn posts. I was out looking and, and, and maybe I, you know, I, I wanted to take that time to reflect on what happened, but I also didn't want to lose the momentum of, I want to do what's next. I'm not good yeah. at sitting still. So I, I really wanted to, <laughs> to, to, to see where, what else was out there. Well, I think it's such a testament to you as a person for someone to reach out to you and to want to connect you. Like I'm very like, like, I don't want to vouch for someone unless I really know or connect them yep, if my name exactly. is tied to it. So I feel like this says so much about your brand. And the thing about that though, is that the last 14 years you've built your brand and you continue to build it. And, and I don't know if everyone recognizes that, like you have a brand. We sometimes talk about good branding, but no, you mm. have a brand right now. We hope it's good and hope yes. you've worked on yourself to have it so that when we say Charlie Gray, we're going to say great things about you. And, and I'm not surprised that people wanted to connect you with someone because of who you are, the work that you've done and the impact you've made in the lives of people around you. And you can't always say that for someone in finance, you know, because we think yeah, finance. Yeah. You know. yeah. Bean counters aren't fun people usually. Right. So I, right. I, I agree. Yeah. But yeah. just to know that people had your back and people supported you and then you were able to maintain that network of people to help you get to where you need to be. I just think that's remarkable. And I'm like, so excited for you and like, what's next? Well, first that 
That means a lot. I think that going back to what I said earlier, it's not just me, right? It's the teams that I work with. It's the teams that report up to me. It's everyone that you're working with and, and through and making sure that we're all marching in the same direction. So when I was with the healthcare organization for 14 years, building my team, bringing the right people on my team so that the brand of our team was we worked our butts off, but yeah. we had fun along the way and we, we delivered great results. I think it's knowing that you, that people matter, right? It's not just the output totally. of what's there, the people, the dynamics, and then also making sure that my love of talking to people and building those relationships cascades into my team so that we're a whole team of people doing that. And, and hopefully it becomes infectious. And then, you know, it just allows us to all be in sync with yeah. not only ourselves and our team, but the teams that we work with. Right. And I think the financial piece of what you did, that was just a title, but behind all of our titles, we are human beings and we're people right. that thrive off of connection, that thrive off of building each other up. And then that trickles on. And, and to me, that goes to like back to your legacy, like the, the impact you can have on other people is a part of Charlie's legacy and what you left behind at the company or the different companies you've been with, that's a part of your legacy as well. And so I just feel like I want to work with you again. <laughs> like, you're just like, you're just amazing. And I'm so pumped for you and what's to come and, and having the outlook that you did through this. Like, I feel like I would have been that angry, bitter, resentful person to a point, but then to know yeah. that that, that could, that's, that can't, it can be sustained, but it's not healthy to sustain that type of feeling. And it's not going to do any good. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I say that all the time when I feel angry or bitter about something, I'm like, how long do I really want to feel this way? Like, yeah. because it's up to me, it's my choice. So, and the same for you, you got to decide, you decided, you made a choice that this is what you're going to learn from what has happened to you. And I, I think also you putting it out there like that was like, I think it helped a lot of people. It helped you ultimately. I don't know if that was your intent, but it really, I mean, you have a lot of likes on that post, you know, a lot, yeah, it grabbed yeah. a lot of attention. A, a lot of folks reached out to me, like I said, via text, but folks I didn't even know because somehow I got in some LinkedIn post for, with layoffs that got published out there. And there were folks that were sending me LinkedIn messages, just talking about what they went through and what I went through. And, and, you know, there was this, I got your back, you got my back. We didn't know each other. Right. So <laughs> there was a little bit of so many people are going through this right now with, with, especially in the tech sector with tech layoffs. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people may even experience it outside of tech to where it's like, Hey, I just made this big job change. And now I'm, I'm, right. what? I'm, I'm, I'm getting laid off. Like, Hey, I made this risk. I took this risk and this leap of faith. And it's like, now you're just like, you're dumping me. Like it doesn't feel good. But if you look at the lens on whatever challenge you go through, there's always lessons to be learned. There's always ways to grow from it. And it's like, but it really is up to us to make that choice to do it. So 100%. my other learning is I want to make sure that I'm there for those folks too. If, if there's folks that I can connect them with too. So that's my, my final learning from this situation pay it forward. Right. That's, we just yep. continue to help people and, and in any way we can. So Charlie, thank you so much. I mean, I just feel like we just touched on everything I wanted to touch on and it was amazing. And it's such an honor to be able to talk to you and to share your lessons with the listeners. And hopefully they do connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Well, 
thank you, Monica. You were one of those people that reached out to me and checked on me. So, um, you know, I just say thanks. We're all people, right? We're all humans yep. just doing this human thing and trying to get yeah. <laughs> trying to get through it. So thank you, Charlie, for your time. I wish you all the best in your new career. And I'll be following you for sure on LinkedIn and seeing what you're up to. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you.